Through this book, we begin to understand the reason why the world is in the shape that it is in. It is because we have left our first love. We have abandoned God's principles, his standards set forth for a nation to be blessed. And we have been robbed of the blessings of an almighty God. The devil has had his way with us as a people and we have been comfortable in his lap as he has stripped away our identity, our power, our fruitfulness. In other words, we have left a good man to go with a bad one. Have you ever realized in your life that you've made a mistake? I know you gotta be quiet because you gotta act like you made all the right decisions. But somewhere in your life, in your growing, in your learning, you, you, there are some choices that you and I have made that we realize I probably should have chosen door number two. <laughs> yeah. I, I, I just look straight ahead. But have you <laughs> have you ever wanted someone or something back that you let go? Ooh. I know it was gonna be quiet, but I know it was gonna be this quiet. Felt like you blew it. See, when you when you when you have something good, I was saying you don't realize what you lost until you left it. My God. And then there's something that's like, I'm glad I left it. I don't have, that's all the notes I have for you this morning. I got a couple of notes, but I just decided I was going to allow God to say whatever he wanted to say in this last chapter. He told me I couldn't really write nothing down. But but I, I'm kind of believing that's what you get when you read Hosea. Like, like Hosea went and married Goma and she kept running in and out. And, and it had to come to a place where you realize, man. I don't left something good. Was taking care of me. May not have done everything like I really would wanted, but you know, because when you're with something good, you kind of start prioritizing what's really important. Because they may not have everything like you wanted, but you kind of start weighing stuff. Like I could deal with. They leave the toilet seat up. Amen. <laughs> Come on. Oh, so some of y'all might have been too picky and found out you really could have dealt with that. You start majoring in the minors only to find yourself in a major issue. Oh, my God. But aren't you glad? Let me let me move. I'm almost done. Aren't you glad that God is not like that? <laughs> aren't, aren't you glad that God isn't like one of those that like, oh, you blew it. You can't come back. <laughs> oh, if I don't say nothing else, 
that, that was good enough to thank God that as long as we got breath, it's not too late. Ooh. All right, let me let me, let's just let's just look at the chapter. In, in this final chapter, God is going to reveal the key of the blessings that we want, even after we blew it. Here's, here it is. It's this big theological word that we gotta get if we want to get back with God. It is it is this word that we probably are so unfamiliar with in the church realm because it's like it's a it's, it's a curse word when it comes to Christianity. But I'm going to say it anyway because I know y'all told me not to cuss no more behind the pulpit. But I'm going to just go ahead and say it. Y'all, repentance. Oh, my God. I done said it. I, oh, y'all going to get me. Repentance. It means to turn away from. But, but you can't just turn away. It means to turn to. There's no sense of turning away if you just turn away to something worse. You got to turn away and turn to. If there's two requisites of repentance included. It means to turn from evil, but to turn to good. And since God is the only thing that's good, everything else is evil. Who? Most, most critical theologically, it is the idea of returning to God, to turning away from evil. If, it, it means if you have turned away from God, you've turned to apostasy. And so we need repentance. He brought us all the way to the end of Hosea to say, listen, it is time to repent. As a nation, we need to repent. As a city, we need to repent. But as a people, we need to repent. I got three points. One, the Holy Spirit's request. Here it is. He says, return. That's awesome. He says, return Israel to the Lord your God. Your sins have been your downfall. You want to know why you're in the place that you are? You want to know what the downfall is about? It's about sin. But I love it because he says, return Israel. Who's talking? We know God is talking. But that it, it wasn't even Israel that came to his senses. It's, it's God. This is a request from the Holy Holy Spirit. Whenever the Holy Spirit is trying to get us to turn away from what we are caught up in and back to God, he comes and he draws us and he says, listen, I need you to return. Right? In Revelations, he talks about return to your first love. You have left your first love. So he's saying even after all the apostasy that we've been through, all the rebelliousness and all the adultery and all the lying and all the stealing and all the, oh, I ain't hit you yet. Okay, whatever. You're dealing, he says, return because your downfall has been your sin. And we don't talk about sin. We say, oh, I got a shortcoming. I got a weakness. I'm human. No, it's sin. And then we try to play it. Well, all sin is sin. <laughs> See my hand? All sin, all sin is sin. <laughs> you can't judge my sin. Look at your sin. <laughs> oh, 
But whatever it is, it's your downfall. See, each man has his weakness. That thing that you know, that the enemy knows, can bring you down. The Bible talks about how many strong men were brought down from lust. You ain't going to say nothing. I, you talk about men, but, you know, women got some issues too. Don't you sit there. Because you got some lust for women. You got some you got some issues. You got some things, some, some issues that will bring you down. The, the enemy knows exactly. He's been studying humankind ever since it was created. That, that gives him some kind of record on what we like. And so look what God did. The Holy Spirit's request this. He says, return, but don't just come empty. Take words with you. <laughs> Take words. Return to the Lord and say this. Forgive all our sins and receive us gracefully that we may offer the fruit of our lips. Assyria cannot save. We will not mount war houses and we will never again say our gods to what our own hands have made. For in you the fatherless find compassion. So he's saying, when you're repenting, this is what I need you to do. This is a sign of true repentance. When you turn away and you come back to God, but you come and you acknowledge where you've been wrong. Take words. Don't just say it was somebody else's fault. It was my childhood. It was the way I was raised. It was where I grew up from. Say, listen, forgive my sin. Take ownership and, and then receive me gracefully so that I can offer the fruit of my lips. See, this whole service was designed to set us up for what God wants to do right now. And that's why he told me to wait until you open your mouth. Because, because it's hard to open your mouth when the enemy has you in his grips. But you gotta, you gotta get free. You gotta repent, and then there's something about repentance that brings about a chord in your vocals that allows a praise to come. I'm talking about a free praise. See, there's a difference from a free praise and a get free praise. You know, and God, God wants from his church a free praise, but we got to come so that we can offer the fruit of our lips. And then once you open your mouth and offer the fruit of your lips, release what's in your hands. Oh, because you, you got to get to a place where you understand that wherever you are in life, it is not you who got you there. And that was their problem. They started thinking what they made. Got them to where they were. And so we have to repent, not only from what had us, but from who had us. You gotta repent from self. Self-works, self-righteousness, self-accolades. You gotta repent from all that. And that's what the Holy Spirit says. Yeah, Hosea bringing them to a place of where you wanna receive a true blessing. He says, listen, you gotta repent. Somebody say repent. Somebody say, I'm leaving it. I'm turning away from it, but I'm going back to God. I'm going to bring him what he wants from me. I'm going to. And so this is what you have to do. You have to obey the Holy Spirit's request in order to get God's response. Did you catch it? Oh, obey the Holy Spirit's request so that you can 
provoke God's response. Because God says here, if they do that, I will heal their waywardness. I will heal their backsliding. This is God's response. And I will love them freely. For my anger is turned away from them. See, that's enough to repent for. See, God says, I'm going to heal you. And I'm going to love you freely. Not only am I going to heal you and love you freely, my, because of your actions and my anger was aroused, I am now going to turn my anger away. Whew. That's enough to give God praise for. But if that wasn't enough, he says, I'm going to be, uh, they're going to be like a, a lily in the bosom and they're going to, he's going to send down his roots so that his young shoots will grow. He says, if you repent, not only am I going to turn away my anger and my fierceness, but I'm going to heal your generation. I am going to go down and I'm allowed this blessing to seep from you into your child. Y'all better help me. See, because a lot of times our rebelliousness and our waywardness has affected our generation. And in order for this generation to get healed, the, the roots have to be healed. And so he says, I'm going to go down and I'm going to allow them. But listen, his splendor will be like an olive tree. He says, if you repent, the olive tree represents an anointing. How many of y'all think y'all anointed? Oh, y'all better help me up in here. Don't worry about them. They got this. But I need God to go ahead and heal my anointing because my rebelliousness has affected my anointing. Yeah, you know it affected your anointing when you're not operating like you're supposed to operate. You have been robbed of power because you have been my chosen generation. But once you repent, God says, I'll restore power back to your anointing. Y'all better help me. He says, I'm going to go ahead and allow yokes to be broken because it is the anointing that destroys the yoke. And the only reason you've been yoked up is because you have allowed things to go ahead and choke your anointing. I'm trying to help you. You are too blessed to be in the struggle that you're in. You are too anointed to be in the struggle that you are in. But when the enemy has you in a place where you are rebelling, when you're not obeying God, when you're not doing the things that God has told you to do, you think you are weak. But the Bible says, let the weak say I am strong. But the only way the weak can say I am strong is when they have allowed the anointing to repent. Come on, come on, come on, help me. And then he says, his fragrance will be like the cedar of Lebanon. He says that your fragrance, though the sin was stinking in his nostrils. Woo! There's nothing like the sacrifice of repentance. That brings about a sweet smelling aroma. And when you do that, he says, listen, my response is going to be that they're going to again dwell in his shade. He who dwells in the secret place of the Most High, the shade of God. See, y'all don't know nothing about the shade of God. <laughs> y'all better help me. See, when, when, you, when you come out of a, trials are hot. The heat of the furnace is designed. The enemy, it works well with the, he wants to burn up everything in your life. Can I get an amen on that? And the thing is, says, if you abide under the shadow of the almighty, then you dwell in safety. And a lot of times we step from outside of the shade and we're in the sun where it's hot. 
Do you remember in your Bible when Jonah, oh my God, when, when, when Jonah had came in and after everything was said and done, Jonah sat down under the juniper tree and then God had allowed shade so that he could be comforted and then he tried up the juniper tree so that the sun could hit him. Y'all better help me. See, what God says is if you repent, I'll go ahead and put the shade back over you so that while everybody else is experiencing heat and being dried up and dried out, I'll go ahead and preserve that what you got. See, if you're in shade, you don't even need as much water as what is in the sun because the shade itself will go ahead and supply and preserve the nutrients that's in you. God is saying I put something deep in you that I want to go ahead and get out. So stop coming from out under my shade. And while you were rebelling, you were for out under my shade. But once you come back, you are under his shade. Somebody say I'm getting back under the shade. Y'all better help me. He says, if you get under that shade, you're going to flourish like the grain. And you're going to blossom like the vine. Israel's fame will be like the wine of Lebanon. Ooh. Now, I know none of y'all drink. And so y'all might not be educated on wine. But he says, Israel's fame will be like the wine of Lebanon. If you go and study the wine in Lebanon, you will understand that that was fine wine. That was top shelf wine. Everybody knew about that wine in Lebanon, but everybody couldn't afford that wine. But the fame of that wine. See, see, wine is funny how, how drinks gain fame. They, they gain fame by certain things. First of all, they gain fame by advertising. <laughs> I am preaching over there. By, by advertising. But, but advertising ain't enough if you ain't got the right people drinking it. See, ain't nobody want had nothing about Ciroc. Oh, y'all know about Ciroc, right? Till P. Diddy put his label on Ciroc, right? And now everybody want to drink Ciroc. So I could, Ciroc ain't nothing but some cheap vodka with a good name on it. Y'all ain't saying nothing. Y'all ain't saying nothing. Ciroc ain't nothing but Smirnoff. Y'all ain't gonna say nothing. But, but because P. Diddy put his name on it and you got rappers and everybody drinking Ciroc, now you want to put a glass of Ciroc on your table. Y'all ain't saying nothing. The fame, but everybody can't afford Ciroc. <laughs> So God said, what I'm going to do is I am, because they was talking about you when you were acting a fool and they knew you was a blessed nation, but you were giving your blessings to a heathen nation, that same fame, I'm going to come over and I'm going to increase your value because of the advertisement that went, but now I'm going to switch your label. Yeah, you missed it. See, God can't make you famous until he brings your name down so low. When people understand your struggle and they see your elevation, 
I, I don't want to get to the end. He, 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 said, he, said, he said, listen, the, the same way they saw you and called you cheap drink, <laughs> I'm going to elevate you. New wine. You can't put new wine in old skins. You got to give it a new bottle. Let me leave that alone for y'all get thirsty. So he says, this is what Ephraim's going to do, and I'm almost done. He's going to say, well, what, what more have I to do with idols? And I will answer and care for him like the flourishing juniper tree. And your fruitfulness comes from me. That, that's, that's, that's repentance. So he says, he says that Holy Spirit is going to request that you turn from your wicked ways and turn to God so that God can respond to us like he wants to respond. See, God wants to bless, but he can't bless until you turn to him and turn away from whatever is not like him. That you're not blind. God is not into blessing a mess. So you can't walk in disobedience and think God is blessing you. Because the enemy will deceive you by allowing you to have things because you think things equal blessing. So because stuff ain't dried up in your life, you think you are heading in the right direction. But if I wanted you in hell with me, I would go ahead and make you think you're going to heaven. So don't miss, don't get it misconstrued because partial disobedience, partial obedience is still full disobedience. Ooh. And so as I close this message, because all of us want the blessings of God, right? He, the last couple of verses says this, who is wise? Let him realize these things. Who is dis discerning? Let him understand. The ways of the Lord are right and the righteous walk in them, but the rebellious stumble in them. This is the hopeful result. I tried to stay with the Oz, that's all he gave me. All right, so you got the Holy Spirit's request, God's response, and the hopeful result. And the hopeful result is that we will wake up. Because he says, he who has an ear to hear, let him hear what the Spirit is saying to the church. Because everybody's not gonna hear the instruction. <sighs> But he says, who is wise? So I'm asking a question, who is wise? Am I talking to wise people in here? Let me see all the wise people. Let me see, okay, okay. So everybody in here is wise. That means you need to realize. <laughs> if, if you're wise, that means revelation comes. Realize means let him, let it be revealed. So if God is revealing something to you through this message, then I'm talking to you. If you're discerning this message, if God has told you something that I didn't say, <laughs> if he's speaking directly to you, then you are discerning the words that are coming out of my mouth. And you're still saying, what does that have to do with the big payback? That's what I'm trying to figure out, Pastor, because I get repentance. And we done walked through Hosea for the last few months. I understand that, but I don't see how that could be a big payback. <laughs> he who is discerning, let him understand. So if you still don't understand and you're waiting for me to explain it, this message ain't for you. <laughs> but, but if you caught it before I said it, 
that I'm talking to you. The big payback. You lost one. Because the Bible says in Ephesians that he, God has designed the good works that we walk in before the foundation of the world. We were created in good, to walk in these good works. There's something he created us to do, but the enemy got us off our path and had us sitting at his lap and thinking it was all good. In other words, you was, you left God because we all came from God. That's where we all originated from. But we decided we wanted our own way and we thought we had it going on because we didn't want nothing to do with God until we found out we was with the bad guy who really was laughing at us when we was making a fool of ourselves and trying to act like he loved us. And we was giving him all our time, all our attention, and all our money. But just like the prodigal son, this message has made us come to ourselves. And the, 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 all right, all right. when you come to yourself, you say, I'm getting up out of here. And I don't care if I got to go out empty. See, see, you ever been in a relationship or been in a situation where you're like, I know I need to get out of this, but I got too much invested, so I'm going to stay in it, no matter how toxic it is for me. I'm, I'm speaking to somebody. So, so you stay in it, and you put up with it, and you deal with it, because you are too invested in it to leave it. Until something clicks, until God really shakes, and then you're like, I'm out of here, and I don't want none of the stuff. I don't care. You can keep the furniture. You can keep the car. You can keep the cat. You can keep the dogs. You can keep the food that go with the dogs. Y'all better help me. I don't even want my clothes. You can, I don't want a dress. I don't want a shoe. I don't want a sneaker. I'm out of here. I'm going back to the lover of my soul. Now, 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 give me a minute. Give me, give me two minutes to preach this thing. I feel my help. There, there is something. There's a, the best way to pay back your enemy. Oh, the best way. I'm telling you, it feels so good. I know, I know I'm wrong. Pray for me. God got to work with me. But the best way to pay back your enemy or some hard-headed, bad lover you done got involved with. <laughs> is to leave them and go back to the one <laughs> that does you better than the one you left. Because as he returns the favor and the blessing and, and you begin to get your self-esteem back and as you begin to start getting your identity back, y'all ain't gonna say nothing because your identity changed when you was in that bad relationship. 
you started becoming something that you were not and you lost a part of yourself I'm preaching to somebody and, and whatever it was you were in so when you leave it you have to now do a self evaluation and try to figure out who you are but when you leave the enemy and get with God he shows you exactly who you are and he begins to encourage you and let you know that you are the head and not the tail you are above and not believe that you are a blessing and not to be there y'all y'all better help me you are the lender and not the borrower you ain't gonna say that that everything that's in my house you have access to you ain't got to beg for nothing you ain't got to crawl around for nothing it all belongs to you and when you start to realize that and you go ahead and take off the old sin clothes and you put on the new nature and you start walking around in your new nature you start walking around in your no oh, better help me in your new blessing you start riding around in your new blessing and you go by the one that was doing you dirty and then they said they look at you and they're like I, I thought you couldn't make it without me oh my god help me preach this I thought you was gonna shrivel up and die without me I thought you was gonna commit suicide without me oh the devil is a liar uh, the big payback baby because i feel good with who i'm with i serve a god who keeps on blessing me who keeps on loving me who Oh my God, oh my God. Let, 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 let me go ahead and close this wonderful message. So yeah, okay, pastor. So the devil lost one and the big payback. But why use that lost one? Well, it's because I was and still am a rap fan. Y'all not gonna say nothing. And some of y'all might not be able to get with this, but but I had to do a little bit of research. I ain't gonna give it all to you, but but Jay Z, he he had wrote a song called Lost One. Y'all better help me up in here. Hey, let me go ahead and give you a little bit of the lyrics. Then I'm gonna give you the history on why he wrote the song, and then we gonna go home. Is that okay? So he, he wrote this song called Lost Ones. This it was my old jam, and he said, it's not a diss song. It's just a real song. Feel me? <laughs> I heard them saying they made Hove. I made Hove say, okay, make another one, though. <laughs> they wasn't playing they day roll, so we parted ways like Ben and J-Lo. Y'all ain't gonna say nothing. I, I should have been, did it, but I've been in a daze, though. I put friends over business at the end of the day, though. Y'all better help me. But, but when friends and business interests, they glow, ain't nothing left to say. I guess they forgot where we came for. See, he said, they asked Jay-Z, why did he record this song? And he said he recorded the song after a professional breakup when a lot of things were being said about who he was responsible and who was responsible for his success and how things would go in the future now that their initial team had broken up and he said I owe a lot of my success to a lot of people but ultimately no one made me 
This, this is a kind of lie that people get told all the time. Sometimes in romantic relationships, sometimes in their professional lives, that somehow who they are is a result of other people's investments in them. It is vital to resist that or you risk losing yourself. And so as I was reading that, I said, man, it is amazing because that is what Hosea and God is trying to let them know. You have allowed other nations to invest and tell you who you are. And you have allowed them to go ahead and want to make you believe that without them, you could not make it. But the devil is a lie. God said, tell the devil he lost one because it is he who made us and not we are y'all better help me that that I got to understand that who I am like Paul said I am who I am by the grace of God not because of what anybody and I'm thankful for everybody that played a role in my life and you should be grateful but at the end of the day though oh, y'all church folk act like y'all forgot where we came from we came to give God praise because he's given us another opportunity to turn away from what has been pulling us away from him and our blessings and go back to the lover of our soul. God said, if you come back, I'll bless you. I'll bless you so good, you won't even know what had happened. I will pour blessings upon you. It is God's book. He wants to give us the kingdom. But a closed mouth don't get fed. I don't know about you, but you need to go ahead and give God some praise. You need to go ahead and show off. You ain't got to show off for me, but you need to show off for your enemy. You need to act. Go ahead and get a little swag about it. I, I know it ain't right. But every now and again, you just got to ride by them and blow the horn. <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm doing well. I'm, I'm still alive. I, I still got a praise on my lips. Don't God look good on me? Y'all better help me up in here. All of Hosea's bad doings. God said he is the bomb. Leave that zero and get with this hero. What? Can't nobody do you like Jesus. That's what I heard. That's what the church said, right? Can't nobody. Y'all better come on. That's what you got to say, can't. That's what you say, yeah. Because some of y'all sisters, you want to post pics with, well, this my new boo. Y'all, the devil is a lie. Then next week is all by yourself. Right? He was putting it all out there, and then next week he was somebody else. <laughs> I thought that was, yeah. And then you were sitting there crying. <laughs> the mascara running, the devil is a lie. You better thank God he ain't let you have it. Ooh. You better thank God somebody else got that problem. Oh, y'all can't say nothing. 
Thank God there's mercy. I'd rather be divorced than in jail for murder. Ooh, y'all don't get mad at me. Thank you, Lord. Okay, with all that being <laughs> that's that's facts. Any anyhow. Thank you, Jesus. If God spoke to you today, give him some praise. I will bless the Lord at all times. He is such a good God. Father, we thank you for the opportunity to come back to you. We thank you that you don't shut the door on grace, you don't shut the door on your forgiveness, and you don't shut the door on your mercy. We know we don't get it right all the time. There's some things we still don't understand in life. But God, we trust you. We trust you with our future because we sure enough can't tell anybody about all of our past. But you know it all and you still chose us. You still love us. And we tell you thank you for it. Thank you just like Gomer didn't give up on, Hosea didn't give up on Gomer, you don't give up on us. We thank you for instruction. We thank you for correction. We even thank you for the beatings because it said, God, whom you love, you chasten. And God, we know it don't feel good. We want our way, and we want our way all the time. But God, we thank you that you know what's best. So as our Father, as our Lord, as our Savior, we trust you. We thank you for bringing us through this book. And Father, help this nation in these trying times to understand our need for you. We pray that you would heal us individually, corporately, and as a nation. As we stand and intercede for those who don't believe you, for those who don't trust you, and for those who just downright slander your name. We thank you that there's a remnant in this earth that won't bow that won't go away. We thank you for that. Father, as we go throughout this week, we pray that the plans that we have, that you will be in them, that you would cover us on the roadways, that you would continue those who have to go to doctor's appointments. God, we're praying for good reports. We're praying for the continuing healing upon this ministry and upon all the ministries. Father God, that are preaching truth in your word, those who are caught up in dark places, that you would deliver them. Continue to grow the media, the social media, those on the airways praying for this ministry. We give you praise and glory for it all. In Jesus' name, grace and peace.